Hey, what's up? Hey, friend, thanks for coming over tonight. It's a great night for a campfire. The fireflies are out in force this summer. They're so surreal, like God's little flying organic LEDs. Yeah, that's the bullfrogs down at the creek. They're out in force tonight after the nice summer shower we had today. I'm telling you, my friend, it's going to be a good one. Hey, this is Kenny Price, host of What Dot Rocks, God the World, and Other Things. Our mission, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. Friend, before we get going today, I want to invite you to go back, listen to episode 3, uploaded two years ago on October 2nd, 2019. Then go forward, listen to episode 40, titled Episode 3 is Happening Now, uploaded on September 15th, 2020. That's all I'll say about that. But do it. You'll be amazed. Today's title is The False Prophet, Evil Exalted. Insight into Ultimate Idolatry. Subtitle, Plain Revelation Series, Revelation chapter 13, verses 11 through 14. Now we come to the beast from the earth. The Apostle John writes in John 13, 11, Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb, but it spoke like a dragon. It exercises all the authority of the first beast on its behalf and compels the earth and those who live on it to worship the first beast whose fatal wound was healed. It also performs great signs, even causing fire to come down from heaven to earth in front of the people. It deceives those who live on the earth because of the signs that it is permitted to perform in the presence of the beast, telling those who live on the earth to make an image of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. Just a little background. With the ascension of the second beast, the world power of Satan will be made complete. Together we see the sea and the land another beast like the first, and an agent of Satan and the Antichrist. The second beast is also called the false prophet. In Revelation chapter 16, verse 13, chapter 19, verse 20, and chapter 20, verse 10. It completes the unholy trinity, as some have called it. We have Satan, who stands in the position of the pseudo-god, the devil, the dragon. We have the first beast, who is the Antichrist, who stands in the position of the Son, of the Messiah, of the Promised One, of the One to Deliver. And now we have the second beast who stands in the position of the witness, the testifier, the false prophet, the pseudo-spirit of God. He is a false prophet. A prophet, by definition, is one who proclaims inspired utterances on behalf of God, one who claims to have inspired insight into the divine will. A true prophet of God speaks for God, proclaiming what God wants to make known. He's God's mouthpiece. The false prophet here, this beast, the second beast, does not speak for God, but instead proclaims intentional lies meant to deceive, deflect, and derail people from the divine will of God. Make no mistake about it, false prophets are against one person, Jesus Christ. They are anti-Christ. The false prophet to come will exhibit all the key characteristics of the false prophets that have been throughout the ages, and he will display them to the max. It's fascinating to see that the government of the Antichrist will be a pseudo-theocracy. With Satan, the dragon, as the pseudo-god, the first beast as the pseudo-Christ, the anointed one, the Messiah, and the second beast as the pseudo-prophet of the pseudo-Christ, pointing people to the Antichrist and to the dragon. The false prophet will be the ultimate imitator. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7, verse 15, that they wear a disguise as harmless sheep, but they are really wolves that tear you apart. 
The false prophet, it says in chapter 13, verse 11, will have two horns like a lamb, but will speak like a dragon. The false prophet will be a master of disguises. He will imitate the beast, the dictator. It says he will gain the earth and all of its citizens by a persuasive force. He will make the people worship the beast. He will make them fabricate the icon. He will make them bow down, and he will make them become marked. Keep in mind, folks, that the false prophet is the actor. He's the initiator. He's the instigator. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24, verse 11, they lead people astray. The key word for the false prophet here is poieo. It means he's a man of action. He does. He initiates. He instigates. And he will be the one who instigates spiritual mutiny by two primary means. The first means is by his mouth. It says he spoke like a dragon and saying to them, make an image but also with his pseudo-magic. Matthew chapter 24, verse 24, talks about great miraculous signs and wonders in order to deceive. Magician-like qualities, but keep in mind, it's sorcery, it's manipulation of the elements through demonic power, but not true miracle-working power that comes from Almighty God. It's pseudo. He will also be the ultimate idolater. The destination of his deceit is derailment into idolatry. Exodus chapter 20 says, You shall not make for yourself an idol in the form of anything in heaven, above, or on the earth, beneath, or in the waters below. Idolatry takes our mind off of God and places it on an image. And this false prophet does not represent God, but demons. And the Bible makes it clear that when the people bow down, they will be bowing down to demons. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 says, The Spirit clearly says that in latter times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. And I remind you back in Revelation chapter 9, verse 20, it says that the people are worshiping idols, they're worshiping demons. So dear friend, as a reminder, the false prophet to come is going to create the ultimate government, which will be a religious-based government pointing people to a pseudo-Christ. Isn't that ironical? Here we live in a nation to where we have separation of church and state, but in the end, under the demonic rule of Satan himself, that the world is going to come together as a theocracy, one based on religion. Dear friend, keep in mind, John gives us these encouraging words to remind us of what is to come. But I remind you that the power that is manifested through these demonic entities that they do not hold sway over the children of God. We belong to Jesus Christ, and we are under His care and under His authority. So the things to come and the things that they usher out are meant as a judgment against the fallen, evil, satanic world. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace.